Welcome to the Not Another Sports Podcast, episode 20, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. Now, little birdie told me that you went to a baseball game. I think that little birdie would have been me since I sent you pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, 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 how, so how was it actually being back into a stadium now since everything happened? Um, no lie. I got choked up walking into the stadium. Nice. It was, it was the closest thing to something normal I've done in over a year. So, um, well, well, when we couldn't go to any games at all for that long, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I bet that was an overwhelming feeling. And and for those of you who are going to be watching on YouTube, the picture behind me is a picture I took from my seat uh, at the ballpark uh, right before Alex Bohm hit his his dinger that game. Uh, that was a dinger. It was a heck of a dinger. Um, yeah, walk, walking into the stadium was it was crazy. Um, I think the attendance was a little over 10,000 that day. Um. And I will probably never want to sit anywhere other than the Hall of Fame club again. <laughs> um, that was that was a surreal experience walking into in there um, and seeing all the pictures of the 08 team, uh, seeing all the the memorabilia dating back to when they were in Connie Mack Stadium. Uh, there was a turnstile from Connie Mack Stadium in the Hall of Fame club. Oh, wow. There was uh, so much cool memorabilia and plaques and, and photos um, that alone was worth the money. The, the view of the ballpark was great as well um, and couldn't have picked a better game. I think that was the first time between major league baseball and minor league baseball. I ever saw a pitcher throw a complete game. And also didn't rain. Um, the, the percentages are getting better for, for games without <laughs> rain for me. Uh I think this well, is the last one we went to. It rained that one. And then the first time I went there, it poured. Um, and there's video of that, of, of a moment from that game on YouTube. Um, if you search Philadelphia Phillies fans booing Barry Bonds, uh, I was at oh. that game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, I know in our previous episodes, we talked about stadium food. Please share uh, your food. Uh, so I didn't. You'd think with 30,000 less people, the lines wouldn't be too bad. No, the lines are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so I didn't get a Tony Luke's or a Campos cheesesteak. I just got a cheesesteak from the vendor behind our seats in the Hall of Fame club. Oh, um, was it good? My only complaint is they gave you the onions on the side. So you got like a little dipping sauce cup of onions with a lid on it uh, <clears throat> now i will uh, say um the bun was fine it was clearly sliced ribeye it was not like a steakums um <laughs> they didn't give you an option for whiz so you just got american cheese which is fine whatever um the fries were really good for ballpark fries um have fries are regular just regular fries um We've discussed I am not a chicky and Pete's guy. I, I know you are, but I am not. Hey, I like crab fries. I know you right. do. I like um, crab fries. But uh 
prices were much more expensive since we were last there together. I, you kind of figured that since it's been three you know, seasons. Yeah. Well, not just that. I mean, you, they're trying to recoup any loss they had from last year. Well, let's you know, see. I think we reference the $14 chicken fingers and fries at the devil's game back in Oh four. So that's probably 50 bucks now. Yeah. At, at citizens bank park, it was $26 for chicken fingers and fries. So you got to finance or, you know, so you got, you know, take out financing. Okay. For a cheesesteak and fries, it was 17, which wasn't as painful. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, that's not as bad. That's kind of. I think when we went, it was like 12 bucks for a cheesesteak and fries. Yeah, that's not too terribly bad, though. I paid nine bucks for uh, a souvenir cup. (laughs) Sounds that sounds about right, which they did not have in the Hall of Fame club. I had to walk down to the the general concourse area to get that. But oh, hey, I mean, we, we, we always like to go for a walk anyways. Yeah, uh, you know, just, my, just to see different things. It was my dad's first time there, so he wanted to walk around and see everything. Um, so it was. So what did he say? Oh, he really liked the ballpark. He he liked it a lot. Nice. Um, and just I think the seats is. we had were just they were too good of seats to to have someone not say they had a good time at the ballpark. Gianna made out like a bandit. Of of course, did uh, she have fun? She was cold, but she said she had fun and she wants to go back again. Nice. Good. Um, so so what happened was um, my dad and I went for a walk because there was there's a concession stand or uh, not a concession stand, a souvenir stand um, specifically in the Hall of Fame club for for Hall of Fame club patrons. Um, it's not a big uh, souvenir stand, but it's got stuff. Um, and I grabbed Logan, a, a stuff fanatic. Um Gianna actually has mine from when I was a kid. So she oh, has geez. so her fanatic has like the classic uh the classic P logo with the baseball inside and the classic maroon colors and everything. Um but I want to get Logan his own. Um and Jamie must have messaged me and I didn't see it. So when we got back, she said, Hey, I messaged you about getting her a hoodie. I said, Oh, I never saw it. So she went and got her a hoodie. So like at the sixth inning, I, I get up to go to the bathroom and I get a text from Jamie that says, hey, can you grab her a hoodie? Where are where are you at? I'm like, uh, OK, I go. It's it's windy. The hoodie Jamie got her is thin. Whatever. I'm going to go get Gianna another hoodie. Um, It's not it's such a good day. I'm not going to make a fuss about this. Right. Yeah. So I go down to the main new era store souvenir store and I get Gianna a hoodie pay for it come back jamie goes what'd you get i said i got her a hoodie like you asked me to she's like i didn't ask you to get me a hoodie i go 233 can you get her a hoodie (laughs) she goes i sent that at like 12 something i go oh well gianna got another hoodie (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny god i love text messages you know if that's the worst thing that happened that day it was still a great day yeah, that that point, it's as long as everybody had a great time. She apparently had a great time. Yeah, that's all that matters. You yeah, know? so it was it was a good time. It was a you know I can't say enough about all the people who worked there. Uh, everyone was super polite. All the attendants at the, in the Hall of Fame club were tremendous. Um, 
you know, the Phillies and, and the crew at Citizens Bank Park run a, a great ship there. And even if you're not a Phillies fan, you definitely should at least take a game in there once and appreciate the atmosphere that they have. Yeah, it definitely is a great park. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, from the outside, it doesn't look big at all from the outside. Well, no. Once opens up. I mean, how before went no, before me and you went that time. Last time I was out of at Citizen Bank Park was to watch a hockey game. That's right. You were at the uh, the Winter Classic. Yeah, back in I think it was uh, 2010. No, 2011. I forget which one. <laughs> it's whenever it's the year the kids were born. I think 2011. It sounds about right then. Yeah, 2011, 2012 season. But yeah, but no, that's. Uh, yeah, that's for for some reason that ballpark. You look at it from the outside; it does not look like much. But once you get inside, it's it's freaking a gorgeous. whole new world. <laughs> you know, food galore, lines everywhere. <laughs> that's definitely for sure. Just a a great ballpark to take a game in, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Phillies fan. It's it's a nice ballpark. Um. I, and I is. would say the same thing about I've been to Camden Yards a bunch of times. That's a great ballpark, too. Um, yeah, I've never been there. I've been by it, but never been at it. Well, maybe they're doing so bad. We could probably go take a game in there some point. Yeah, they might actually pay us to take, you know, for seats. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So. Not ready to start period one. Yep, let's go. All right. Now, this one's going to be a little interesting because as soon as we saw this one break, it was like, really? Here we go again. (laughs) Yeah. Tim Tebow returning to football, returning to the NFL. He was signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars for one year, but not as a quarterback. That's the part that's really throwing everybody. He actually got signed to be a tight end. Which a lot of people, uh, I brought this up at work, and a lot of people are saying, "What is he? Is is he going to be big enough? Is he big enough to be that tight end? Is he big enough to uh, block at the line when he needs to? Because well, he's he's he he's not like he's not a normal size. I mean, he was a short quarterback, and as a tight end, he it it just doesn't seem like he has that physique. But who knows? Well, first things first. Uh, I'm going to make a Kevin Smith movie reference here. ESPN filled the cup when they heard about this. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, they, no, they, they blew up. Seriously. Um, uh, I was never a Tebow hater. I wasn't really a Tebow defender either. I always gave Tim Tebow his due because no matter what, the guy's a hard worker. He's not going. Oh, yeah, he's going to hustle. Um, but he's three years younger than me. He's been playing minor league baseball for what? Five seasons now, about five, six years. He didn't make it in the NFL as a quarterback. He left a, a, a really good paying job with good morning America to play minor league ball for the Mets. Now he's coming back to the NFL. Like, I don't want to hate on the guy, but he's freaking Rudy. He's far in it. He he's Rudy. He's Rudy Rudiger 2.0. He he refuses to give up on the dream and and it's great to have dreams, kids, but sometimes you gotta walk away. 
is that what we're going to be saying to to you know to Brett Favre in that? Like I said, he's Favre in it. No, because he's going to. He, in order to Favre it, he would have had to have had a career. True, but then coming back, you know, leaving, coming back, leaving, coming back. You know, I I don't know what his. I mean, his end game is clearly to play in the NFL. But he's a 33 year old first time tight end now. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to because he's learning the route. You know, he had to learn to throw the routes, and he has to learn to run the routes. You know, now he was he was drafted by the Broncos in 2010. He was traded to the Jets in 2012. He signed with the Patriots and the Eagles right afterwards, but those were only for offseason and and practice squads. Then he left there to go to, to, to do baseball. And and really what they do in baseball that was spectacular. He was a minor league player. He he boosted um he boosted attendance um for a lot of the the Mets minor league teams. Uh, I honestly thought he would have eventually seen major league ball because he was a solid baseball player in the minors. Um, he was moving up into triple a, um, he had a home run in spring training last year. And then obviously there was no minor leagues last year. Um, he did announce his retirement in February from professional baseball, um, but what's interesting, though, is he's still planning to play in the World Baseball Classic. Interesting. Yeah. Who who was it this year for that? Uh, well, he would be playing for the Philippines team because he was born in the Philippines. I yeah. believe his dad was a serviceman, so he his dad was probably stationed there when he was born. Um. I don't know who's who. I mean, it's going to be in the host countries are Japan, Taiwan, and the United States. Well, so, I mean, he could be a Bo Jackson, go between sports. You know, Bo Jackson was actually good pre-injury. So true. <laughs> My true. God, hold on. We, I get some flack from people because I say Bo Jackson was the greatest natural athlete to play sports. Um, Last week. He was a natural athlete. My, he did not. He was one of the few guys who didn't, as far as we know, didn't juice. Like he was natural. The dude was a hoss. He could freaking run like a madman. He had ridiculous leaping ability. Um, Strength and, beyond belief. Yeah. Um, had he not had that freak hip injury, imagine his career, both in baseball and football. Now, imagine, though, being inducted to the Hall of Fame, if he had that career in baseball as well, being inducted into football, Hall of Fame, and baseball. That would be interesting to see. That would have been an interesting thing to see. I have, uh, I mean, he, he was in baseball much longer than football. Uh, because he he could still play baseball even post injury, um, but imagine him full strength, full health, the career he would have had as a baseball player. Oh yeah, I, I mean, have no had... doubt he would have broken the home run record. Naturally, not juiced. Oh, you mean he wouldn't have had a, a little head and a big body like Barry freaking Bonds, or Mark McGuire, or or Sammy Suser. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a <laughs> that's a deep reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Mike McGuire <laughs> and Sammy Suser. That's that's one of my favorite mispronunciations of any athlete ever. Yeah, some of the some of the names you just like what? No, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to try it. No. And I'll let I'll let the listeners in here. I am more more likely to purposely mispronounce someone's name after hearing it mispronounced once than I am to ever call them that name correctly again. Um, Because I can't tell you the last time I actually called Sammy Sosa, Sammy Sosa. I call him Sammy Suser because of that stupid sound clip that I've heard. So am I to call you Jacob now? If you want, I mean, thank God the minister didn't call me Jacob at the the wedding ceremony. You don't know uh, at Jason's wedding. Uh, it was uh, the rehearsal. The, it was not yep, the wedding. It was, reverse. <laughs> it was funny if it was the wedding. Despite we were drinking at the wedding before the wedding. <laughs> uh, did during rehearsal. Now you would think your first name would be the easiest to remember and everything else. Oh, you, you mean Diagostino would be the harder thing to mess up? Yeah. Uh huh. You would think. You would think. But when <laughs> when you got called Jacob every single time. Did, did, did your mom end up saying that did I raise an Amish I, person? I think she yelled his name's Jason from the back of the uh, the church. Um, I, know, I just couldn't stop laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, let's see. I was called Justin in the Patriot News Sports section for Senators Opening Day 2012. I was called Justin on Uniwatch. Um, Hello, yeah. I was called Danny. Already for uh, our uh, the uh, engagement announcement. Why don't I remember that? Danny, so now the joke is, being I have twins, I'm the father of one. Danny's the father of the other. Oh, there you go. That's always been the joke. Now, when the, when my kids were in the NIC unit for two weeks, I, I remember I was holding uh, one of them. Holly was holding the other one, and then the, the, the I forget what the nurse said, but I of course my jokes i just end up saying i'm the father of one of them <laughs> and all of a sudden the nurse turned around <laughs> and looked at me holly looked at me and was like oh, david and just like shook her head and all that like everybody else does but when you looked at the nurse you can see the blank look in her face and you can see the wheels grinding like she's trying to <laughs> focus in on this she's trying to comprehend this and think of this and the whole time holly's just like oh here we go <laughs> just shaking her head i love yeah. it yeah <laughs> i love it um <laughs> but so i mean i think i mean i t was a tight end like i said i i don't know if he has a size to be an effective tight end I'm not concerned about the size so much as I am concerned about the fact that he's 33 freaking years old and he's a rookie freaking tight end. This isn't a Disney movie. It can be. Maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe they're trying to, you know, Rudy part two. I don't know. Tony Khan has bigger issues than freaking Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Tebow may surprise us and be a good one. And, and you know, the may thing not is, be sit he, on the practice squad. And, uh, he, he might because he he is a hard worker, and I'll never take that away from him. And for the longest time, I would I would stand up for him and say he was a hard worker, and that 
he hustles and, and X, Y, and Z, but sweet Jesus, you're 33 years old. Go back to good morning America. Yeah. At this point, I mean, he, at, 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 at that age, trying to learn, I mean, he's has to learn this position. I mean, he was playing quarterback in college. He knew the quarterback position going into the NFL. It just, I don't know. I just, but you're right though. It's, going to be one of those things to where why why greg olson is 36 years old he just retired after last season uh, how old 36 he's my age okay so three years as a tight end i mean who knows but <laughs> but no i just feel like it's just one of those things to where i mean he may that he he may surprise us, but I feel that it just might not be what they want it to be. I mean, someone yeah, I'm thinking it's not going to be what there. he wants it to be. Yeah, he might. He it just might not pan out for him. I mean, he, I you know he he's a hard worker. Yes, he's determined. Yes, but you can have all that and still not be that good at the position. You know, between blocking and having to run you know, short patterns, who knows? Like I said, he could surprise us. I'm I'm just at the point where he needs to figure out what his next chapter in life is because professional sports is not working out for him the way he thought it would. No. I mean, like you said, he had a good, uh, good uh, anchor job. Yeah, but... go back to that. But I mean, going to, you know, going back to football after what, five, six years off of football, you're going to miss a few things. Well, and you got to factor in he's, his body is built now for baseball. Yeah, it's not built for football. Now right. you have to rebuild all that. We'll see. I'm just, I'm over Tim Tebow. I know ESPN's probably having a field day. Like oh, as if they're they bouncers are. watching Roadhouse. Great movie, by the way. Um, but yeah, I know where I know, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ESPN's having a field day with this, and of uh, course, he expected it too, just because of what it is. It's, and because he was a big controversy in football. Now he left, and now he's coming back. So let's just amp it up again. That's just yeah. That's just my thought on that. No, I, I'm I'm there with you. I'm willing to watch it play out, but I have no hope of anything good happening. Yeah, it's. I just hope it doesn't turn into a disaster. I you don't know, think but... it'll turn into a complete disaster because he is an athlete and he he's a good athlete. I just I'm at the point where he never really he hasn't made it yet in professional sports. The two he's played whatever you want to consider making it as he never really panned out as a quarterback. He didn't really pan out as a baseball player. Now he's coming back to professional football as a tight end at the age of 33, which is when most guys careers in any sport is starting to decline. Uh, I just yeah, I don't I, know. Well, it, he could have went out for another sport. <laughs> and then ESPN would have had a field day with that too. He could go play Aussie rules football. I don't know. Yeah, he can go play cricket. 
There you go. That's a sport for you, cricket. One I don't understand. Seen it, but don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but I, I've seen it. And I respect so, the history behind it, though. But So, Tiden Tebow's back in the NFL as a Yay! tight end. Throw a party, Jason. You need balloons now. There's my imaginary <laughs> confetti. There you go. So on that note, that is the end of period one. So we'll be right back with a short break. What's up? My name is Matt Durvine, and I'm here to tell you about the two podcasts that I host on the club kayfabe creative communities, CKCC Radio. The first is called By the Numbers, where I interview wrestlers whose matches I have refereed in my nearly 20-year independent professional wrestling career. Tune in and hear the stories of the matches and the stories behind the matches themselves. My other show is called The A-Show, co-hosted by Chris Decker. Each episode, Chris and I are joined by one or two special guests, and together we hold a mock draft based on a specific year and wrestling promotion, and then build cards based on our drafted rosters. You, the listener, decide who has the best card by voting on our Twitter poll each episode. You can hear By the Numbers and The A-Show Mondays at 9 a.m., alternating weeks on CKCC Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Period 2. Now, this discussion can cause a little bit of a controversy or a lot of discussions on uh, player safety within the NHL. Recently, uh, I think this past week or two, Tom Wilson, he did something that uh, as even as a big fan of the NHL, I felt that, you know, I, I should say as a big fan of hockey should not have been done. Because it's very dangerous, and now I can understand, like, okay, the heat of the moment. But it's what happened during the play is when he slammed a player down to the ice without a helmet on. Which, if an Aaron from the New York Rangers would have hit his head, it could have really severely probably ended his career. Well, there was a lot. A lot that happened, uh, even prior to that, yes, but still in, in the scrum behind point. my shoulder here. Um, first off, Wilson punched um, a player who was defenseless on the ground. Uh, the guy was still his his one arm was trapped underneath him. The other arm was holding onto the stick. Yet he was face down on the ground, and Wilson's throwing punches at his the back of his head. Yeah, that's you know, yeah, and that, that's the start of it. And then the other Rangers came in to defend that player. And then that's when the melee happened. But the, 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 the reason for this topic of this discussion is Jesus. Sorry. I'm looking at, at a gif of, of him throwing parent uh, Panarin down. Yeah. It's bad. It's like I said, it could, if, if that had made contact at that speed, it could have, it could end his career. Now I will you know, hit, say this without a helmet. We we've always come out and defended uh, quote unquote goon players on this podcast because we understand the 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 need of the defense role. role. But this, this not this is what I would I would consider goon behavior. This is not protecting a player. This is not oh, protecting no. your team. This is just being. Pardon my French. This is being a dick. Yes, uh, because what the, th the thing is, though, 
George Peros of he's the head of the Department of Player Safety. Now, out of, of everything that happened, of him out of Tom Wilson punching a defenseless player and basically slamming a player down without a helmet on that could severely hit his head off the ice. And, it, and like I said, ended his career if, you know, was only given a $5,000 fine. Which that's a that's drop it. in the bucket. Exactly. I mean, for, for, for these guys, it's like, okay, here's the check. I'm, whatever. Hey, I'm going for a beer. It's 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 nothing. I'm going to buy a uh, you know a hundred thousand dollar car. What do you do? I just spent five grand on fine. I'm going to buy a hundred thousand dollar car to make myself feel better. Right. You know. But the the reason though for this is the other end of of the spectrum where Shane got suspended the Philadelphia Flyers after an empty net goal was scored by the Pittsburgh Penguins. He 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 did cross check. Uh, he did cross check the, the the Penguin player, and he did go into the board hard. He did. He, he, you know, he, he went aboard hard. He was suspended two games. Two, and then things that that was it. That was the whole altercation. In looking at both at both scenarios, um, one, I say Tom Wilson was worse though. Tom Wilson was worse on two different levels: the attacking of of a vulnerable athlete. Two, two of them. Well, him and him and um. Panarin were mixing it up. They were they were in the scrum. Yeah, they were in a scrum, but over he didn't have a helmet over on, my but... shoulder. He didn't have a helmet on, but they were already in the scrum at that point. Um, the first one, the guy's face down, couldn't defend himself, and he's throwing punches at him. And yeah, those are was... sucker punches. Yeah, that, those aren't that actual actually, fighting punches. That pisses me off probably more than the scrum that led to. Panarin hitting his head on the ice. It's ugly looking. It is very ugly because yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm watching now, it right now, now. Now, I don't think he actually hit his head off the ice. It came close. It looks like there's a bounce. Um, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, it happened so quick, but still, I mean, that could have ended. That could have ended the guy's career. And the fact that Wilson only got two i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry the fact that he only got a yeah you can see there's a little bit of bounce there yeah there's there's a head bounce there um but the fact that he only got a five thousand dollar fine to me for, that should have been a suspension for both attacks Let, let's call it yeah. what it is they are attacks um what it's, happened it's, with the flyers you know, penguins game to me that and, and I'm I have no stake in the in the in the game with this discussion. Um the Flyers one, it looks more like heat of the moment caught up in the game than it does to me than it does as intentional. What Todd Wilson did in the two incidents in that game were intentional. Why yeah, are they I mean not looking at you don't want to say motive because motive is a strong word, but why aren't they looking at the scenarios and seeing, look, one is clearly caught up in the game, the heat of the moment. The other is this guy's attacking people. You don't want to, you don't want to use all this hyperbole, but the clip says enough in my yeah. opinion. Yes, it does. Cause that could have ended worse than what it, you know, and than anything, it could, like I said, it could have potentially ended his career. It could have, 
ended Panarin's career because of hitting his head off the ice because he didn't have a helmet on. But still, to throw a player down like that, in that 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 shows an entire lack of respect for your fellow athlete. I mean, and hockey is a game built on respect. Well, I'm not sure if you watched it because I I know I did the next game between the two. I did not uh, I, know. Well, because I think I sent you a picture of the penalty box where they were full within not even five minutes into the game. That doesn't surprise me. And, <laughs> um, and to think oh, this all could have been prevented. Now, if if Tom Wilson would have been suspended, if he would have been suspended, they said none of this would have happened. As soon as the puck dropped, front lines fought. Literally, if you if you go back to the, 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 the game after this old time hockey, that, pretty much is pretty much is what it was. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. As soon as the puck dropped, gloves dropped. Within the first five minutes of the game, penalty boxes were literally full. Trying to listen to the effing song. And the fact that within that first five minutes, there was fighting after fighting after fighting because of what happened. Yeah. And the fact that Tom Wilson was playing instead of being suspended, which, I mean, I feel he should have got a suspension out of that. I feel he should have gotten it, which, which would much stronger than a five thousand dollar fine. Oh my goodness, yes. I mean, five thousand. And, and here's like the said, thing: dropping a bucket with the flyer situation. It was a two game suspension. Yet Mark Friedman of the Penguins, who 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 took the boarding, was able to put his body in a position where he could go into the board safely. He was able to get up. Like the difference between the two are night and day. And yet the punishment for one is more severe than the other. And the, the more severe punishment was given to what I would consider the less severe physical altercation. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just not to, to, to me, Tom Wilson should have got suspended instead of just a regular fine. Shane, should he got suspended? He should have got fined at, you know, at the least. Agreed. I agree with that. Maybe one game. If any, you know, if a suspension is given, maybe one game, but at least a fine, not just a two game suspension right off the bat where Tom Wilson could have ended somebody's career. I mean, don't get me wrong. Gustaver could end somebody's career as well, depending on how he went to the boards. But Tom Wilson's actions against two players, one defenseless on the ice and the other one, and all, you know, have, you know, there was a scrapping. It could have. It, it, it to me that warranted more than you know more than what he had, and and let's not act like we didn't live in a time where Marty McSorley's career was pretty much over after attacking Donald Bashir, and Todd Bertuzzi's career was basically over after attacking Steve Moore. Yeah, but still, those careers were ended. Basically, those careers. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we lived in a time where these things happened. I'm not saying that this was as bad, but it could have been as bad. Oh, it could and, have been. And, and the fine, the fine, what I would consider a fine in sports should be a deterrent for future acts. $5,000 is not a deterrent for future acts. I mean, yeah, 5000 like, like we said before, is a drop in a bucket for these guys. It's, it's, it's nothing. But the fact that it you know even the next game could have been worse because of how many fights has happened how you know just kind of a you know the rangers trying to give a payback to the to to the capitals it could have gotten worse and the fact that there was an altercation in that game 
that uh, was given a suspension for. So how much of this could have been avoided if there would have been suspension? You know, how much aggravation could have there been avoided? And here's the thing for this one, based on the type of player that Wilson is, and this is going to happen again. I, yeah, I feel it will because I mean, to, to me, that's a little more than he at the moment. You know, because he, he in a moment like with, you know, with the Gossip Spare one. OK, yeah, I could see that as he of the moment in a play you're losing. They just scored an empty net. You know, you're you're frustrated. Right. But but when you're punching the defenseless player on the ice who's face down on the ground. Yeah. Hitting, you know, hitting him in the back of the head with, to start with at that, you know, and then slamming a guy down like he did that could have ended a career or at least put him in, you know, put him in the hospital. And really, if you think about it, he got away with hitting the guy in the back of the head face down because the fines for. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. The, yeah, the, 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 the fine was f- for uh, the Panarin incident. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, just bad, bad, bad calls on, on the NHL's part. Yeah, I mean, and the Rangers actually got fined a $250,000 fine by the NHL for basically bad mouth in the Department of Safety. For the, you know, for uh, for the head of the, uh, the Department of uh, How about of the safety. Department of Safety fine Wilson that kind of money? I, I mean, something should have happened. I, I mean, like I said, I, if you're if you're going to fine a player if you're going to find a well, obviously suspension would be the logical thing. But if you're going to find a player for that type of behavior, it should, like I said, it should be enough to deter future acts. Five thousand dollars isn't going to do that. And I think uh, Shane Gusper, due to suspension, he lost sixty six thousand. I think was the number that that he lost for his two game suspension. It's not right. Which, which to me, that would have been that would have been a perfect fine for him. To me, that would have been a fine for for what Wilson did. See, I, I would go with the ten day. Either way, I mean, something you know more than just five that, grand. That is not that is not cross checking. That's not a fight. That is that's a, that's bully behavior. And and it's not like not it's not like he's protecting a player either. Exactly. That's what I said. We defend we defend quote unquote goons on this show. Because we understand that really their job is to protect certain players. Their job is to protect their team. None of this was happening in this moment. This was a guy basically acting like a bully on the ice. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel he should have gotten at least a two-game suspension at the minimum for for that and and a hefty fine. And and this is one of those situations I hate to go back to McSorley or Bertuzzi, but it's one of those situations that this easily could have ended up like that. Easily, easily, because Steve Moore can't play hockey anymore for starters. I mean, don't get me wrong, Don Brashear was able to, you know, move, move, you know, progress and, his career. And and let's be honest, McSorley is a lot different because that he he was he he hit him with with the stick. Um, and he was he was convicted for assault with a weapon, whereas Bertuzzi was just a a, a blatant sucker punch. Um, he also, he was charged too. I think was in a civil suit too. He was he was he he was nailed yeah. in a civil suit. But what I'm saying is, 
I guess Bertuzzi would be the more logical analogy where it could it could have been that bad. Oh, yeah. Why the fine didn't match the the situation. Exactly. You know, I mean, I feel the punishment should have been a lot worse. And the NHL is typically hard on these kind of players. So why they're soft on him, I don't get. And like you said earlier, it's going to be a repeat of thing. It's not like he's going to. This isn't say, the first time. No, it's not. And, and, you know, and we sat here before, you know, before we start the period here, we sat down and watched the, uh, well, both alterations. And the Shane Gossespierre one, it was his first time that he's, you know, this is his first offense. Which that to me tells me, again, heat of the moment, caught up in the game. Yeah. Where when you sucker punch a player is not a heat of the moment thing like that, you know, you know, like this, when he's defenseless on the ice. Then again, same thing with Todd Pertuzzi. That could be considered also heat of the moment, too, because of what happened before. But either way, I feel like it should not have, you know, it it, it, it just should have been worse. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, and. You know, I know there's probably a lot of people who said the same thing already, you know, and that are not even Washington Capitals fans, that it should have been a lot worse. I'm sure there's Capitals fans who think it might be it should have been worse. Yeah. You know, and and like we said, the NHL did find the Rangers for actually bad mouthing the head of the NHL uh, player safety. They 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 have every right to. You know, they bad mouth and got a fine. You know, it is what it is. To me, player safety isn't doing their job. Because that's, yeah, and thing is, though, like we said, he's not going to stop. It's not going to end there. You know, next and, time. And the next time, pro- it'll it'll get worse. The more they let this happen, the worse it's going to get. And like I said, we've seen things like far less get called worse. But who knows? Maybe something like this, maybe all this backlash that the NHL is getting right now because of all this might change something. We can only hope, but it might change right. something. So, well, on that note, uh, that'd be the end of period two. We'll be right back after a short break. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. All right, welcome back to the third period. Yeah, so we're uh, in our final, well, not our final round, but our final league round, I guess we could call it, uh, with with the best beard in pro sports tournament. Um, So we just wrapped up the NFL round, which was run by Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I think was the no-brainer. Yeah, he ran away with it. I think he had commanding leads every time he was up, um, which um, not not surprised by any means that Ryan Fitzpatrick got. I thought the the uh, NFL had some really good beards represented. Um, and he's going to be joining Jonas Valanciunas from the NBA and Charlie Blackman from MLB in that uh, that final four spot for the the best beard and pro sports tournament that we're running here on the podcast um and now next up is going to be the nhl and david why don't you take it away uh first one we'll be looking at is Braden holtby uh he played for the capitals now i believe he plays for vancouver 
he was a bear. Yes, he was a Hershey bear. Yes, he was I think a local. we've seen him. Yes, we did. Yes, we have. Uh, but the funny part is, though, he was not. I don't think he was the goalie who was in net when they won the Calder Cup. He was actually the backup. I think uh, he played the game before, didn't he? I think so. I think I think I think the game they won was his rest game, which probably drove him out of his mind. Um, now, before we really get into this, let's quick touch on the fact that uh, that hockey is really the originator of the playoff beard. Yeah, because that's some with the with the playoffs. Even right now, playoff starts uh, on Saturday, May fifteenth. Yeah, May fifteenth. Uh, and so now you're going to see players with all sorts of some good beards, some funky beards. <laughs> well, I wanted to uh, give credit where credit was due, and that the, that professional hockey is really where the playoff beard became known f- from. Because some players after the end of the playoffs just look wow that uh yeah the yeah is, is that who that is he looks like he's 12 yeah right after the playoffs <laughs> uh, but yeah the playoff beards for hockey are always something you, you pretty much you always expect it you yeah. always expect it and Braden holdby's beard is definitely a a big beard i mean it's it's, it's not that it's long it, it almost reminds me of harper it almost We've reminds had, me of a Harper. Every <clears throat> every uh every league has had a guy with a similar beard. Harper, um, who was it in the NBA? I forget now. Played for the uh, Celtics. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I can see him in my head, and he's not on the list anymore because I removed everyone who got eliminated. Um, uh, trying to think here. You said the Celtics, right? Yep. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. But then yeah. the the NFL had someone with a similar beard. Like, there's something to be said for the well maintained yet thick bushy beard, the lumberjack beard. Has that lumberjack beard? You know, he has that lumberjack beard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's well groomed, but yeah, it definitely is a lumberjack. But you know what? As a goalie, you can't have a really crazy long beard as a goalie. No, you can't. Be, you know, your you, face you, is covered. Your neck is covered. There's no room. First off, it would be uncomfortable. Um, I think for a goalie, his beard is appropriate length. Great mustache. Um, it's, it's solid. It's, it's, it just solid kind of beard. flows. It just kind of flows with it. Everything flows with that one. Now the next one though is going to be interesting for uh, when people see this. Which I have a feeling this guy might win it. I'm I'm, th- I'm throwing this out there as my prediction. There's uh, two of them that are good that that are going to be to me hard to beats for for for, uh, for beards. Uh, next one up is Brent Burns of the okay. San Jose Sharks. Salsa Shark. <laughs> That's the second Kevin Smith reference tonight. Um, you and Kevin Smith. It's a good. Uh, night. Well, I, I look like his twin. Well. I look like Silent Bob's twin. He, um, <laughs> that that is a Viking beard, man. That is a Viking beard. Oh, I think it got longer and more. I think I think they actually compared him to Chewbacca. So it's it's ZZ top length. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't think it's like groomed like ZZ top, but it's more like there. 
I mean, like I said, they compared him to to to, to Chewbacca already. Um, it definitely has like like they like I said the Viking Norse warrior kind of thing going on. Um, if it gets any longer, it's going to be distracting uh, on the ice, which might be a benefit. I don't know. Um, they'll have I, deck protection, right? Um. I mean, if he yeah, eats, that, if he eats some soup, his shirt's not going to get a stain. He has his own bib. He does. Um, no, that's a good beard. It's a long beard. Um, so far in the tournament, super long beards haven't exactly done well. But I think his more is more like a wild beard too. It is very wild. I will say yeah. that it is very wild. Yeah, and the fact that it, you know, I, you know, I know I keep references, but when you can when. when when you're compared to Chewbacca at one point, it's saying something. <laughs> right. So the next one on the list is uh, Joe Thornton, which, Jason, if you move your head, he's right there in the middle. He's grayer now. Yeah, that he is grayer now. Uh, but his beard is... I don't know how you would describe his. It to me, it's more like a pillow. It's it could, it's similar to Fitzpatrick's, but it's to me more, uh, more wide. Like it's not like it's all like trimmed it's down more, like towards the front. It's more like out, out there. Yeah, it's out. It's not like it's like his it his comes, sides are more out than. Again, it's a pillow. I mean, I, I would say this one over my shoulder is more like Fitzpatrick's than the one we're currently looking at, which if you you will see on Facebook uh, at the time of the voting or you will see on YouTube if you decide to watch us on YouTube. Um, but yeah, his beard could pass as a pillow. It's a bib or it could house birds. It does look very bird nest like I will that you are absolutely correct on that. Yeah, I mean, it could. Be like, oh, what's that noise? Oh, it's just a little bird. See, yeah, yeah, it it could definitely pass as that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you sleep with that. I mean, the, you know, besides being its own pillow, maybe he puts a shower cap on it. Maybe can't cook with that. You're going to have to wear a hairnet, <laughs> right? Hairnet on your head and your face. So next one on the list is Alex Ovechkin. Now, this picture was taken right after uh, he won the Stanley Cup. So it's not like it's a big, bushy beard. But it is a well-groomed beard. Uh, it's, it, I, would, I would say it's, it, out of all the... No offense to Ovechkin. He's a hell of a player. Um, I would say out of all the beards we've looked at, this might be the weakest one. Or one of the weakest, because there were some weak ones in the in the MLB round. Um, but still, I mean, it's 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 not a bad one. I mean, they, they, they showed a before and after picture of this, and then he shaved, and like you say, it looked like he was twelve. <laughs> um, it's not a bad beard. I just think, based on what we've seen thus far, it's 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 it has his beard has an uphill climb. But then again, this show like with the nhl some players can grow the beard some players can't 
just like real life. Some people got Joe Dirt beards and some don't. Yeah, right. So, I mean, like I said, it's not a bad one, but it's not a a strong one. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like the last two where it has length, passes a pillow, passes a nest. Right. But it's still not a bad beer. No, it's not. No. No, it's I just not. think it has it has an uphill climb. Then again, it may surprise us. We've been surprised. Much so. Very much so. So on the next one, it's Jacob Voracek. Now this beard. Uh, the, the, the now the picture. Some of the pictures I've seen with this one. Uh, this one I find, you know, there's a lot of other pictures that show a lot worse of a beard, where it's a lot, where his hair as well is well with it because he does have a little bit of long hair, so it kind of just all flows together. I can see how that would be, yeah. But this one definitely is a I stuck my finger in a light socket beard, like it looks, it looks like it's everywhere. Was this post game or pre game? That's my question. That that is good. It might be pre game. Okay. Um. Might be a pregame because it looks like it was something from okay. Uh, looking at the background, okay, it was like it was a a read a game because I was looking at the jerseys. Those are from the uh, stadium series, so it was not the actual stadium series game. Okay, from what I can see, it might for all I know from the picture because really the pictures you know the the background's blurry. Uh, but, let me ask this question: uh, In the stadium series with the Flyers, did they play the link? Yes. It might be from the stadium series. I'm I'm looking at the Miller light sign. And I'm trying to remember. And I don't remember seeing a a light sign in the background at Wells Fargo Center. Well, not just that. I'm looking at there's at least three tiers, four tiers of seating that I can see based on. You got the the main level. You got a a, a suite level. And then you got the level with the anim- with the light up billboards, another level, and then another thing of light up billboards. So it's it's in a stadium of some kind, whether it's the link or not, I don't know. Um, as but far anyway, as his- that, go that ahead, beer looks that beer looks like he did stick his finger in a light socket. <laughs> that's that's a thick beard. It does look a little woolly, but I can kind of see because of him having the beanie on. I can see some of his his long hair too. Um, a thick ginger beard it is very much so um it's a good beard though it's it's definitely man i think with burns and thornton though it is it is it's gonna be a tough road to hoe for pretty much everyone else um the thornton are definitely gonna be tough ones to beat Uh, well then again we've been surprised before we have that (laughs) we have yeah that that is a solid one i mean it's it's a you know big woolly bushy. It's not like it's down to you know the logo. You know, you can uh, you know you don't have to worry about birds getting into it, right? So that's always a good thing as well. Uh, then last on the list is Ryan Ellis. Well, I see he was voted best beard by uh, the Fans Choice Awards in the NHL. So, which he does have a solid beard. I think his beard is more like a Vince Patrick beard. I th- See, I, the way the way it looks in this picture, I, to me, it's more like like Keuchel's beard behind me here, because um, it looks really well maintained on the sides. 
and then chin area it's a little it's longer fuller uh the mustache is well maintained um he's not eating it right and we've seen a lot of guys in this tournament who have similar beards like that keichel again notwithstanding um where people thought it was really great beard but our our listeners and voters don't seem to agree with that um no, I mean, when you're voted best beard, I mean, that's kind of, you know, fan choice there. Kind of but, says something. But will he be the best beard in pro sports per the non other pod, sports podcast listeners, though? So because we're already down three, we're on the final one here on the final sport. And then we're going to go through and do the. Uh, the final four. Yeah. To see who is the best of all sports. We'll there. have a semifinal and a final vote, and it'll be interesting. This whole this whole tournament has been interesting because it's been shocking on some of the ones that we thought were going to be runaways and turned out not to be. Oh, you mean James Harden? Yeah. Is that who you're talking much. about? James Harden here? Yeah. <laughs> because we both picked him. I honest to God, I thought he was going to run away with it, both for the NBA and, and overall. So I Totally blown away. <laughs> yeah, we both thought that too, because I thought the same thing. But no, uh, Ryan Ellis's beard definitely, definitely is going to be a t- you know a, a good a good runner. You know, because uh, it's, it's 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 not overbearing. It's like like this, nice and trimmed. If I had to make a, if I had to to say who I would pick, I would pick Thornton. I I feel it's going to come down to between Thornton unless they're paired together. Thornton and Burns. Well, they could be paired together in the finals for all we know. Um, it's completely so, randomized. So randomized. Uh, randomized but, meaning it's who I decide to throw up on Facebook that <laughs> morning. Um, <laughs> little little inside baseball there for you people. But those are the NHL beards. I think so, that's. Five solid, uh, one questionable, in my opinion. Yeah, five solid. You know, Ovechkin was a little questionable, but still, it's it's, it's not a bad beard. And we saw ones that are are worse than that. You know, since we're doing current players and some of the players that we've seen were like spotted beards. Right. You know, at least he had something that was kind of full there that was, you know, that you could tell he had a beard on. Instead of like, did, did somebody just throw patches of hair on his face? You know, you, you, you see players like that. It's like, really? Just why? Why are you trying? Take some, uh, take some supplements, get that thing to grow. Um, right. But, uh, but yes, that is NHL's beard players. So on what Sunday, Monday, I give it a day. Monday. So on Monday, it's going to be put up on Facebook. And also on the YouTube channel. So if you listen to us or watch us, you'll see what's going on. And then you can go over to our Facebook page uh, where you'll be able to vote on who you think has the best beard for each round or what do we call each match in the NHL round. And you, the listener, will let us know who you want to go in the final four uh, to represent the NHL. So on that note, that will be the end of the third period. You love that horn. Everyone loves the horn. <laughs> I almost said something. Um, 
anyway, uh, one real quick plug I want to throw out there uh, because we don't have audio from them to throw into the show is a uh, new friend of the show, Adam Van. He was the gentleman who who beat me in the first round of the Tournament of Champions on the A show. Uh, him and his co-host, Joe Sposto, they host uh, at Odds with Wrestling. Uh, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, they do their show weekly. Uh, it's a lot of fun wrestling talk. They give each other homework uh, and they annoy each other with the homework. A lot of fun to listen to. Um, Adam has voted since we've become Facebook friends. He has voted on every round of the tournament. Nice. Uh, and he, he's a sports guy as well. This is right up his alley. He's a Steelers guy. Uh, and I believe he's a Yankees fan, if I remember correctly. Um, can't win them all. Um, but he's a good guy. And and I wanted to give him a quick plug here on the show. Um, Absolutely. You can also catch me every month on the Philly Baseball Together podcast with my co-host, Tori. Uh, there is actually an audio ad somewhere. I didn't record it, but there is an audio ad. I'll get it and we can put it in the show sometime. Um, once a month, you can find us uh, bringing our thoughts on the fills and what's happened that month. Uh, that's under the umbrella of the Baseball Together Podcast Network, and you can hear that wherever you get your podcasts. Um, other than that, thank you for joining us for episode 20. God, 20 episodes already. Jeez. Like we're having fun. It, it is going by quick. I can't believe it was just in August we started this. Now we're um, number 20. We are. Good Lord. Um. You can find us online at facebook.com slash another sports pod, Twitter at an, not another spore one, because that's what was available. <laughs> um, uh, we're on Instagram at, at an, not another sports podcast. Uh, please feel free to like us, comment, message us, hit us up on all forms of social media if you want to. Uh, you can find us for listening and streaming download at anchor.fm apple podcast spotify stitcher podcast addict and wherever else you get your podcasts you can find us on youtube give us some love on youtube watch us comment like subscribe um same thing share with it. the podcast share it yes wherever you listen wherever you watch subscribe rate review uh that ends up getting us out there even more help spread the the word of the podcast uh, you guys have been amazing fans, listeners, friends, supporting Spread us. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Uh, with that, I'm Jason. I'm David. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership. Not another sports podcast.